Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let me bang you, bang. I do let you bang. Let me bang you, bang. Let you bang. Let you bang. Let you bang. Greetings, nerds and virgins. Go for Jesus! No for gay Jesus, people! Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? What's up, people? We are back. Me and Sean McCorkle looking thin, uh, <laughs> which is awesome because uh, I'm telling you, man, I, I hate to say the good old days because that's like you always want your best days moving forward. But the time that I saw you try to fight a bully at a bar when you were on eight different types of steroids, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you must at that point you were probably what seven percent body fat, eight percent. Yeah, I was on a lot of trend though, and a lot of winstrel and other things, so I had a lot of help at the time. But uh, yeah, I was in I was in shape, and that's the biggest I ever was muscle wise ever in my life, as far as like working out and everything. I was uh, yeah, I remember you were shocked when you saw me, and I didn't know if it was just my oversized, like my overall size, or what it was. When you saw me, you're like, "Holy shit, dude, you're enormous!" And I was like. Well, no, yeah, you're enormous, but, you were all, but it was also like beyond proportion. Um, but you're going to get back there, though. You're getting back that's, there. That's the plan, man. I just, uh, I actually almost went on HGH again uh, last week, but I was looking at the size of my head and I thought I probably should give that a rest for a little while uh, before I do the HGH cycle again. So, don't but don't know. you have to um, like be lifting like crazy also? Are you, I mean, are you in the gym? Uh, I mean, it'll speed your metabolism regardless. So you, it helps regardless when you're uh, when you're on uh, supplements. But you do have to work out too. My biggest problem is my shoulder. Even my back, I can do some things. I can work out some stuff. But my shoulder, being how it is, I can't bench press. I can't do a push up. I can't do planks. I can't do anything that involves my shoulder. So it makes it it makes it tough. But uh, you have to get creative, you know, when you're working out like that. So so. We're going to talk a lot. We have a lot to cover because there's like, there's so much stuff with MMA. There's so much stuff in my life, so much stuff in your life. But you hit me up the other day and you're like, I got to tell you this story. It's the craziest thing that ever happened to me. And for you to say that because of your fucking insane life, so <laughs> yeah. what, what happened? All right. How long do we have before we have a guest? Because I, I don't even to- know if our guest even knows he's coming on the show. So, um, by the way, I've noticed you've got two pirate earrings in, by the way. I don't know. What <laughs> mean, I, did, I did notice that. Just in case. I, my daughter, my daughter wanted me to put earrings, but I used to have four earrings and I had a nipple ring back in my, back in my twenties. By the Damn. way, a nipple ring is the most painful experience. If anyone thinks about it, but I was at the time I was like stripping and I needed my, I, I needed to like, you know, up my game a little bit. Um, I didn't last very long as a stripper, but that's a whole nother thing. But I was in my, <laughs> I was in my twenties. So I got four earrings. I got two and two. 
And um, and then Violet's like, Daddy, get earrings because she got earrings. So I put them in. I put they were like her little diamonds. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go all the way. So I was bored, mm-hmm. and I just put them in. And my wife and my kid hate them so much. <laughs> um, but like like <laughs> I came home last night. My kid was my kid was was like sleeping. She I woke up to ah, and my wife makes fun of me to the point where now I I have to keep them in. Like right. I'm actually in, but I actually like them though. I actually do kind of like them to bring me back to my my uh, my boy band days. But I thought they were. I really thought it was like your earphones. I was like, man, those look like pirate earrings. But the, I guess they're earphones. But I kept looking, and thinking I was imagining it. But yeah, they're there. That's awfully fancy. <laughs> so what happened, dude? I'm gonna try to condense this. It's it's. You're talking about an 11 hour night, so like it's a lot to put in for a long time. Who cares how it turns out? Just tell me. Okay. Happened. We, I decide for my girlfriend's birthday this year, I buy uh, the only concert anywhere near our house. It's in St. Louis, three and a half hours away. And we're going to go to see Post Malone, right? Not a huge fan, but she likes him, I guess, a little, whatever. So St. Louis is a crime-ridden, filthy city, but there's stuff to do there. So right. um, we start driving over there. I knew there was going to be problems when we start driving over there. It took us eight hours to do a three and a half hour drive because on the way there was traffic, then there's a storm in Illinois that was like, I thought we were in a tornado, literally thought we were in a tornado. A light pole fell across the interstate. I drove around it like there were construction barrels flying across the road. There were cars getting turned over. It was the most, the craziest weather I've ever been in. I told when her, I think. I mean, when do you, I mean, how much time do you, don't, at what point do you know that you missed the concert? Uh, well, no, we started like we were, we planned on having like five hours ahead of time to take showers, get ready, go eat, do all that. Right. Got it. So we left like at noon. The concert's not till late. It's a three and a half hour drive, you know, ends up taking us almost like seven and a half to get there, probably closer to eight. So we like it is the we were in at one point in a tornado. I said, I think we're in a tornado because there were semis tipping, almost falling over, whatever. I'm driving around. Bob's it's like American Gladiators obstacle course, but in a car like I'm driving around things. Everybody's stopping but me because I know if I keep driving, we're going to pass through the storm. The storm is moving east. I'm going west. Are you scared? Is your wife scared? Uh, she was scared. I wasn't. I was kind of like, I, I don't know, man. At this point in life, like, you'd be doing me a favor. You know what I mean? If something happened. So it's like, we're driving. So we get through it. We get over there. We get our hotel. We go up. She's trying to get ready real fast. I look on there. Post Malone normally starts an hour and a half after his concert starts. Like, his openers come out and this and that. So if it's 8 o'clock, he starts at 9.30. This is 7.30. Like, she, we don't even, can't even shower, can't do anything, whatever. She changes clothes. We hit our Uber up. It's going to be there in 10 minutes. So we go down and we're standing there and we're waiting and we're waiting and waiting. It just keeps saying 10 minutes and 10 minutes and 10 minutes. Uh, After 30 minutes, the lady texts us and says, hey, I have to stop at a bathroom. Is that okay? And we're like, it's already been 30 minutes. We've been waiting for you. We're supposed to be here at 10. Sorry, I got to stop. And so we're like, okay, we wait another. So by this time, we're waiting 45 minutes for this lady. She pulls up. So now... The, it's 8.30 probably, right? You know, or whatever, like the concert doors open at six, but the concert starts at eight. I'm like, well, we still got an hour before he comes on stage, right? So we get in there and she goes, sorry, I had to stop. She goes, I just destroyed the bathroom at Waffle House. It's like some 60-year-old <laughs> woman says, there, there won't be anybody even using that bathroom for a while. She goes, I completely destroyed it. And I'm like, what an <laughs> odd thing for a 60-year-old woman to say, you know? Right. So... She's driving. She, oh, I know right where to take you guys. I, VIP, you know, this and I know right where to go. And she, so she's driving. She doesn't know where she's going. She's like, I've made 10 trips already to this concert. 
We go to like five different entrances, closed, closed, closed. It's closed. This entrance closed. So we're just doing circles. And I can keep looking at the clock. How I much do. are these tickets, by the way? Uh, $900. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it gets better. So $900 for these tickets. So we're going. We finally find an entrance. They'll let us go in. And I was like, we'll just get out and walk. We'll just we'll just walk. Let, let's find. It's probably a quarter mile. We'll just walk. We get out. We start walking. We get up there. I show my ticket. Oh, no, you have to pull up. I bought off StubHub. You have to pull up the actual scannable ticket. I said, I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah. I have the ticket right here on my phone. No, you have to look. So I'm looking on my phone. They're like, sir, you need to either move along or. You got to download uh, the app, the right? You got to download another app. Yeah, you got to go in. They're, they're like, you have to go on Ticketmaster to find them. I'm like, I didn't buy them from Ticketmaster. But it doesn't matter. So I go on Ticketmaster. You don't have an account. They're like, you couldn't have bought the tickets on StubHub unless you had a Ticketmaster account. I'm going, and they keep saying security, keep saying, sir, just go down to the box office, they'll help you. The box office is another quarter mile away. I'm like, I'm not walking to the box office, dude. I'm standing, not bothering anyone on this corner. Like, there's a line still going in. I'm not, and I hear Post Malone songs playing. Oh. And I'm like, it's, I said, is he on already? Oh, he went on like 25 minutes ago. And I'm like, so he, yeah, they're, they're worried about the weather tonight. So he went on at 8.30 tonight. And I'm like, his openers, they just canceled his openers and he just went on. I'm oh. like, okay, so we're, we're 25, 30 minutes into an hour and a half, two hour concert already, $900, right? I keep looking, the, the site keeps crashing, keeps crashing. I keep, I'm looking, it says on StubHub, look in your spam email, blah, blah, blah. We're there for 30 minutes. They keep saying, sir, you need to move along. I'm like, who the fuck am I bothering? I'm standing right here. Like, I'm not bothering anybody. I'm not in line. I'm standing by myself over here. You got to go down to ticket office. Like I'm not moved. And I tell Robin, you got to talk to them. I'm I'm about to punch somebody. Yeah. I look through my spam. I just start opening every spam email. I get about hundred emails a day. Yeah. So uh, I've had the same email address for years. Spam email, spam email. Finally, I see one that just says Live Nation on it. That's all it says. So I hit Live Nation. That's the tickets. And I'm like, right. what? Of all, I didn't buy it from Live Nation. I don't have anything uh, to do with Live Nation. Why the tickets would come to my spam folder as Live Nation, I don't know. But it didn't say, I tried searching my email for tickets, ticket transfer, ticket scan, ticket, I'm, nothing's coming up. So I pull him up. I come back up there. It works. Cool. We're in. He's probably half done with his concert at this point, right? Uh, you know, you're at the non-VIP entrance, right? So you're going to have to walk through the whole venue. I'm like, I didn't know that. You know, we got to walk up here. We have to walk down a 30-acre grass thing through a crowd to get to the VIP seat. Now, are you fuming or are you just laughing about how... Dude, at this point, I, I'm so mad. It's probably the maddest I've been in years. Like, I'm irate that I wasted all this money, that all this stuff is happening. Little do I know, the night hasn't even started yet. Like, I, I don't know, you know, so... We get down to the VIP area where I paid for $900 tickets. The guy looks at my ticket. He goes, this isn't a valid section. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's it's A, B, 7, and 8. Those are That's the seats right there. Like on the map, those are the seats I bought. I bought, I bought them in a box by the handicap thing. So I wouldn't be, I'd be able to get it out without any go to the bathroom, whatever. That's why I paid extra for them. No, that's section AA, not AB. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what to tell you, but these are my tickets. And the guy, they go, the, meanwhile, he's still playing. This is all still going on. Like the music's still playing. We're there for 20 minutes, another 20, arguing about the tickets. A guy finally comes out and says, these are counterfeit tickets. Oh, come and on. I said, I said, how did I get in if they're counterfeit? Well, somebody smarter than us probably bought lawn tickets, transferred them to make them look like this, sold them on StubHub, blah, 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 all this different stuff. I was like, well, I paid $954 for them. And I said, can we go ahead and just sit in these two seats that are the tickets that I bought? Like, there's right. nobody sitting. The concert's two-thirds over. Right. Can we sit in them? You have to leave. They want us to leave the venue. We can't, we can't even, we can't even go up to the lawn section. Like you guys have to leave. You're, we're escorted out by security, like or whatever. These are counterfeit tickets. I was like, dude, 
It's the counter's on cover you? Huh? Well, well, I can't get a hold of anybody's stuff up. That's their game. They cover it 100%. You just can't get a hold of anybody. It takes weeks to get a hold of anybody. You know what I mean? So it's just voicemail after voicemail. So, dude, it hasn't even started yet. So they escort us out of the section. So we're trying to stand outside. And she's like, do you want to at least get a drink? I was like, sure. We go up. They said, oh, the bars are closed. We close them at 830. And I'm like, you close the concert at eight, the, the drinks at 830 on a concert that doesn't even get over till midnight? Well, we're worried about the weather, this and that. I said, can I get a bottle of water at least? No. And I'm like, okay, so we're standing there. Mind you, there was no weather concerns, warnings, anything on my weather app. Nothing. So we're standing there out of nowhere, like a Charlie Brown skit. It starts pouring rain and lightning. I mean, dude, out of nowhere. I actually asked Robin, is there a cloud just hanging over my head following me? <laughs> dude, it it's the worst rain I've ever been in in my life. And it was 30 mile an hour winds too. So you get a stampede of 15,000 people sitting in the, because it's a 20,000 seat venue that are sitting in the grass area. They don't want to be there now that this concert's almost yeah. over. And they come, they're all running out, like trying, and it's just like, it's crazy. And they all have ponchos for some reason. I'm like, did I miss the poncho pass out? Like, <laughs> like, we have nothing. You know what I mean? We're just standing there. She's got a dress on that's soaked, so she might as well be wearing nothing. You can yeah. see everything goes her dress is soaked. I'm soaked. Our phones won't work because it's so wet. Like you can't, and there's, dude, when I say there's nowhere to stand, there's nothing to stand under. There's nothing. There's not a tent. There's not a, there's nothing. And you're just, I don't know if you've ever stood in pouring rain like that, but there's, and I look out, we're in a parking lot that's probably 50 acres. There's nowhere to go. Like there's a gate, a fence. There's nowhere to go, just cars. And I was like, and where I'm sitting, she goes, what are we going to do? I'm like, I don't know. I, you can't get back in the venue. We just got thrown out. The tickets, you know, uh, but they're throwing everybody out anyway. They're saying the concert's over, blah, blah, blah. So we're trying to, I pick up, I find floating down this river in the parking lot, I find two ponchos. We actually put those on, like it's dirty actually, ponchos. It's actually river. that flooded? It's like a yeah, it's, it, within minutes, it is pouring, like it's flooding over there because it's right by a river. So I don't know if like a dike broke or what. I don't know what happened, dude. But the, there's cars within... 20 minutes, there are cars that are halfway underwater in this parking lot. Like oh it is. Oh, my God. And there's, like I said, 15,000 people Drunk. sprinting, trying to get to the car, trying to get to Ubers. I end up texting the Uber lady. I can't, it won't work. Every time I try to text something on my phone, it's auto-correcting. It's saying weird stuff, like, you know what I mean, or this and that. So I call her, are you still here? She just dropped us off 45 minutes oh, ago. God. Oh, God. And, and so, so, yes, I'm parked by the picket, or I'm parked by the chain link fence. I'm like, Okay, this is a really big venue. Where's the chain link fence at? I said, we are where you dropped us off at. Where's that from? She said, just come come to your left. I'm like, my left? Like, how do you know which direction I'm facing? You know what I mean? Or whatever. And it's nighttime now with rain and lightning. A lightning bolt hits some pole right by me, 20 feet from me. It explodes. Like, you got sparks flying Whoa. everywhere. And I'm like, dude, we're going to get electrocuted. Like, this, and the yeah. whole time, there's wind. There's, like, stuff flying, like, Everybody's stampeding. People get knocked down. Like people, like stomping each other. People fighting. Like is it's he the still most. Playing? Is he still playing at this point or not? Uh, yeah, in the background, he's still playing. He took a five minute break, and they start playing his songs ah. on the. Which was probably all fake anyway. I know you guys are thinking, Adam. How do you have so much energy? You just go, 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 go. I'll tell you. Our next partner is AG One, which is the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. Now, I gave AG1 a try because I was feeling run down. I'm like, ugh, can't do this with the kid and the wife and the career and just nonstop. Go, go, go. But I'm telling you, I am feeling so great. I got I got a boost in energy. I, I, I feel better. 
uh, my support system in my body. Just it just it, it tastes great, and I feel great. And I drink AG1 in the morning before working out, doing my fight camp, and it makes me feel unstoppable, ready to take on the whole day. Come on, day, bring it, bring it, people. Okay, so I support this. I'm all for it. Okay, a lot of our athletes drink AG1. Okay, uh, and because I know it's important for for these fighters to take care of their bodies, not including Kelvin Gastelum. I'm kidding. Kelvin does it too. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five, that's right, five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash MMA roasted. That's drinkag1.com forward slash MMA roasted. Check it out. But he said he's going to take a five minute break to see if the weather improved, but everybody's done at this point. They're yeah, all running. Yeah. We haven't even seen a song by this point. So we're, we start, I, I like, we're out there for 30 minutes walking, trying to find this lady in Uber late. She goes, okay, well just come to where the chain link fence is. And I'm like, lady, this is a, it's like a football stadium almost. Like there is no ch- a chain link fence. Like what, you know, and I, I keep talking to her. I'm like, she's probably blowing up the bathroom somewhere trying to buy time again. <laughs> so all I can think of do, to do, man, I see a casino tower because the, the casino owns the concert venue. That's about two miles, I'm judging from us, a tower, like a, you know, 20 story casino tower. I'm like, we're going to walk in a straight line for two miles to this casino because there's nowhere to go. There's no, yeah. some Mexican guy, doesn't matter, he's Mexican. He pulls up and says, do you guys want to ride somewhere? I'm an Uber. And I'm like, that's weird. You just pull up, you're an Uber. I would have gotten in the uh, car at that point. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, dude, I'm just going to, I'm looking to, to get out. is going to take an hour. I'm like, I don't want to sit in this guy's car. I said, how much to take me to wherever we were staying? The main, I told him the hotel area, the name of the town. And he said, 150 bucks. I was like, dude, it's 10 minutes away. I'm not paying you 150 bucks for a 10 minute ride. And he's like, well, that's for the price. I was like, dude, go fuck yourself. So um, we just start walking, and I, I told Robert, are you up for walking? She said, it's better than just standing here in the rain. And it went from being 90 out to now it's like 60 and freezing with rain within a matter of 10 minutes. I'm like, dude, what world am I living in, right? So we're walking. I see some girl screaming. There's four people around her. I thought they were raping her or she was giving birth. I don't know what was going on. These dudes are like, don't, don't, don't pay attention. Just go, go. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, because I thought they were hurting her. Right. She twisted her ankle or something, but I, either that or I don't know what's going on, dude. So I'm like, I'm, and I'm like, it can't be my problem. This other stuff. I see someone's driver's license floating down the thing. I go ahead and grab that for her. Like pick it up like someone's driver's license. All right. I already picked up and put on a dirty poncho. So we're walking, we're dodging traffic. Cars are hitting each other. People are getting out arguing and fighting. It is, dude, it is in like 15,000. Imagine 9-11 except with rain and uh, light instead of like in Manhattan, instead of like yeah. fire and dust. It is just chaos complete chaos with all these people and everybody people are arguing fighting and stuff we're weaving in and out of cars walking i'm like man i'm sure glad we didn't drive because we'd have a place to sit you know whatever <laughs> come to find out on the news the next day they said it took over four hours to clear the venue so people sat out there for over four hours because a lot of cars were underwater and they wouldn't start so they can't get uh... can't, there's nowhere to get out like there's no way to get out like cars that are blocking the gates and it was insanity so like i said this is just starting the night so we're walking 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 in rain like that, you can average probably two miles an hour, one mile an hour. So we're walking. As we get out of the parking lot, we start walking in this field and woods, and the building doesn't seem to be getting any closer. Like we're walking, but it's like, dude, that still looks like about two miles away after we've been walking for an hour, you know? So we're walking. 
as we come up, I like, I know that's not a river that we're walking up to in the distance. Yeah. I know that's not a river I'm seeing in the distance. We walk up, it's a river, like <laughs> probably 20 feet wide going into a 60 foot wide river. Like, so it's like teased into a 60 foot Why wide river. Why is there river. a casino in a river? Dude, I, it's well, that's casino still a mile and a half away. Like this, but yeah. this is St. Louis, so there's rivers everywhere. So they've got, it's like a drainage, like a, not a sewage, but kind of like an overflow drainage thing that normally probably doesn't have much water in it, but now it's a mess. So we're looking there. I'm like, dude, I was where I was wearing brand new Jordans that um, my girl had bought me for Christmas, like $600 Jordans I'd never worn before. They're ruined already. Yeah. So we're sitting there and some guy's like, dude, I'm going to chance it. And he runs. It's just like the movie Stand By Me. He takes off running to go through the what the river he thinks is a stream. Yeah. He goes underwater. He falls and goes underwater. So apparently it's like five feet deep. Right. We didn't right. know. You couldn't tell looking at it. It looked like just a creek that was wide. He swims over the other side. I'm like, dude, how deep is that? And he tried to stand up one point. He says about five feet deep. And I'm like, what's that? Or we have to walk back now an hour and we're still going to be in a parking lot with nowhere to go. You know what I mean? So I was like, well, I pick up Robin, put her on my shoulder, carry her across, which I don't know if you ever walked through running water. How was it? Was it five feet about? Uh, Yeah, about five feet deep. So it's up to like my chest like this. And I'm carrying her on my shoulder. I'm going across, bad back and all. Get over, fall, push her up there so she doesn't get in the creek too much. Um, I and then I throw I throw my phone first over there, which probably is ruined at this point. I throw it first so it doesn't get wet. So she's over there. She makes it. I turn around. The guy the guy that ran through is already going down. He had left his girlfriend back behind, and she's like, "Where are you going?" And he's drunk. He's like, "Come on, quit being a baby. Let's go." And he's just he just keeps walking. He leaves her, and so I'm like, I'm I'm still in the water at this point, up to my chest. I'm like, I'm not leaving this girl who's obviously drunk. You know, I walked up on another girl, asked her if she was okay. She was in the woods peeing. I walked up on her. She was in these weeds. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought something was wrong with you. Sorry. But she thought I was going to rape or something. I don't know what, like she's scared to death, but I saw her like crouch down over in these bushes and these woods, man, by the river. It's ridiculous. And this is like, now you're, now you're the river man. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's, get her? Did you go get her? So the girl, yeah, the girl, I go back to the other side. I try to carry her across. She's going to drown both of us. Right. Like we fall in and she starts like drifting away. So I like grab her. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta swim. You gotta stand up. You gotta get up, you know, or whatever. Cause she's going to pull me under, you know what I mean? Or whatever. I get her across her boyfriend by now is he's a quarter mile up the road. Like he don't even, are not up the road, up the, the field. He's completely left her. What a dick. But she, she's like, thank you so much. I'm like, no problem. As I'm getting like mud out of my ears and eyes and stuff. As I'm getting out of the creek. Cause she pulled me under. So I, I get out. My clothes are covered in mud. Like I'm co- just completely head to toe. We start walking, which is real comfortable in a muddy field. Dude, as God is my witness, we walk another half mile. There's another river. There's oh. another river. We need to do this other thing. And I was like, dude. And by this time, she had ran. The girl I saved had ran up ahead of us. And they're holding hands walking a couple hundred yards ahead of us. I was like, so she he left her behind. And they've already made up in five minutes. And they're holding hands walking. He it left her. I, I mean, Andrew, I didn't expect like a. Andrew Tate. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, dude, this is unbelievable. I told uh, Robinson, would you even speak to me? She goes, if you'd have left me like that there, I would have never talked to you again. Oh, no. My wife would have, the, the divorce. She would have right to the. Yeah, uh, that's what she said. She goes, I would have never talked to you again if you'd have left me back there like he left her. To just drown, basically. Like I was the one in the, diving in this thing to save her, going under and everything. So we're walking. There's another creek on the thing. So I'm letting that dude try it first. He, same thing, goes across, he goes under, whatever. He gets up, it's about four and a half feet deep. Whatever. So I find a different spot. It's only about three feet deep. What's the difference? I'm soaked at this point. Carry her across. Same thing. We walk what has to be another 30 minutes. We're coming up to this bridge that goes over the big river. I'm like, thank God there's a bridge. Still pouring rain. Keep in mind, this whole time it's pouring rain. Like yeah. crazy. And, and lightning. And it's like a 
It's like a horror movie. Like I couldn't believe it the whole time. I we go walking across this bridge. I see what this lady whose lips have obviously been on a crack pipe several oh. times in her life for meth. She's pushing a car that's stuck and she's trying to push it. And I'm like, are you in trouble? Are you stuck? She goes, yeah, my truck is stuck. And it's like in this traffic. She's going to get hit by these people right. going into this casino. That's where we were walking to. So I go up. To, I said, here, you got to put neutral. I walk around. There's a guy. It doesn't matter that he was black, but there was a black guy in there. He's in the fired meth or a crack rock. While I opened the door, I thought she was alone. I open it up. He's smoking meth. And it scares the shit out of him. It scares the shit out of me. So she's and pushing like, oh, the car I, and he's smoking she's crack. She's pushing while he's smoking crack, steering, right? But she's going to push it up a hill. Like, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? And I was like, I thought you were here alone. I wouldn't even offer to help if I'd have known he's smoking crack in there yeah, or, or whatever. And I'm like, dude, all right, here's the deal. He goes, I said, you guys got to get out of this road. Was it, was it Hunter uh, Biden or no? Yeah, no, he was not. He was Hunter Biden. So um, he's like, okay, you guys push, I'll steer. I'm like, of course you'll stay in there and steer by me and <laughs> some woman push. You know what I mean? Or whatever. I said, dude, get out of the car help it like let her steer he's like i don't want her to i don't want her steering my car it's like they look like they're homeless or live in the cars i'm looking at it man it's rough shape i move a couple parking cones we're going to push you into this parking lot that way he keeps saying if you could push me to the parking garage i'm like dude that's like 300 yards and uphill we can't push your car uphill into the casino parking well, what garage. what is robin doing is robin helping your, your, your girl no i just told her to stay back man she's covered she's got like all nice shoes that are now covered in mud from her walking in this i mean it's just She's covering mud. It's ridiculous. So she's standing back holding my poncho um, that were my used poncho and my phone. And so he gets out. Well, I move these cones. We start pushing. Well, the crackhead girl apparently doesn't know how brakes work. Right. So we push her down into this thing. She just lets it keep going. It runs over these other cones, hits this thing, hits, rams into a car, hits another car that's in that parking lot. So I basically just pushed a car into another car. Oh, you know what I mean? No. It downhill. She's going like downhill, and I'm like, I know she's going to hit the brakes. It's probably like 60 or 70. <laughs> she's rolling. She's like, the brakes aren't working and slams into stuff. I'm just like, okay, we're out. Sorry, yeah. dude. Good luck. You know? Right. We go to the casino. There are buses pulling up. Apparently, you could just take a shuttle from the concert venue to the casino. There are buses pulling up with people who are completely dry. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Or not muddy like us. Like, I was like, oh, we could have just taken a shuttle bus to the casino without walked three miles through the woods and weeds. So we get there, an Uber to go to our hotel is $170. I'm like, I'm not paying $170. I will not pay $170 for a 10-minute ride. I won't do it. So um, we go inside. I'm Like I said, I'm covered in mud. I'm like getting into the casino, showing my ID. They're like looking at me like, because I'm just completely covered in mud. But I want to go and use their bathroom, try to clean off. The guy's like, sir, I don't, I don't, you need to be cleaner before you come in here. I said, dude, I was just yeah, right. out of a river. You know, it's hard to explain. So... <laughs> They let us in finally. I go out there. We try to wring out my clothes and stuff. Um, so we go out there. I finally find an Uber. It's only $125. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, we'll do that one. We wait another 30 minutes. I'm like, is he blowing up a Waffle House bathroom? Like, what's going on? You know, here. So he pulls up. He's turns out he's from Iraq and he's very angry. Like, he's a very angry Iraqi, as I guess you should be. So he pulls up and he's like, dude, you can't get in my car like that. I said, dude, I, I know I got mud on me. Do you have anything I can put down on your seat? I don't want to get your seat messed. And he's like, hold on. So he grabs a blanket that looks like a prayer blanket from the back, a Muslim prayer, prayer blanket, puts it over. He tells Robin not to sit in the seat in the back because someone threw up all over his seat and he hasn't had a chance to try to clean it up yet. The, guy, oh. the last thing he threw up in there. So we're like, so she's just squatted between the two seats, holding on to the things, covered in mud, like, and we're... We start driving to the thing. So 
traffic is a nightmare. It's terrible. You know, this guy's real aggressively driving. I said, dude, I'll tip you really well. Like, I know this is a mess. Sorry. He said, well, I'm more mad about, he's broken English, but I'm more mad about the puke on my seat. And I'm like, yeah, it smells great. So we're driving. All of a sudden his phone rings. He hits phone on the speaker and the guy's like, bro, I think you got my wallet, bro. Like to the guy and the guy is like, what? What are you talking about? And he goes, I think my wallet's in your car, bro. And he's like, who are you? He goes, uh, uh, this is Jeff, you know, or whatever. And he's like, who? You took us to the casino. He's like, I took a lot of people to the casino. What, like, what? who are you? You know, this and that. He's like, dude, I don't know, like 30 minutes ago. And the guy, so Robin looks in the back seat and finds a wallet. Uh. Back. Oh, we found his wallet. Okay, I have it. He goes, listen, buddy, you're paying me for bringing your wallet back because you threw up in my car and you're paying me $50. And the guy's like, whatever, dude, it's cool. And he said, uh, I'm not bringing it back. He starts turning around after we're only like two. Oh. I was like, dude, no, 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 no. We're we're almost to our hotel. Yeah. I said, I look at I look at Rob and I said, how do you feel about walking another couple of miles? And she was like, oh. are you serious? like after that? And I was like, dude, just he goes, no, no. And there's got traffic stop. The cop pulls up has traffic stop because of the concert stuff. He goes, it'll be real quick. We'll take it back. We were almost to our hotel, like or whatever. I'm like, dude, you're driving back to the casino now. He drives back to the casino. We pull up. He's arguing with the guy. The guy can't understand him on speakerphone. I take the phone. I'm saying, dude, where are you at? You know, I'm talking to him. This Iraqi guy keeps saying, you're paying me $50. You're paying me 50 He's arguing with the guy, yelling to the phone. So we get out, and there's three college-age kids standing there. And he goes, he hands the guy his wallet. And he's like, here's the deal, buddy. You're going to give me $50 because if not, I'll call. It's a $200 charge. You threw up in my car. He's like, I didn't throw up in anything. He said, well, your friend did. He goes, I'm not paying for him. He goes, then you're not getting your wallet. And they're arguing back and forth, right? And so he's like, you're trying to scam us. I was like, dude, there's puke here. Somebody threw up, you know? And then some guy's like, hey, is my jersey in there? Like asking Robin if the jersey's in the back or whatever. <laughs> she finds his jersey. They're going back and forth. So they start saying, then four of their buddies come out. Then they're going to try to bully this Iraqi dude who's already told me. He showed me he's got a gun. He pulled up a gun. I've got one. If they don't give me 50 bucks, there's going to be problems, you know what I mean, or whatever. And so I don't want to be any part of this. But they're like, we're paying you. What are you going to do, bitch? You know, blah, 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 saying stuff to him. So I get out of the car. I'm like, dude, this is not turning. I'm not being involved in a murder at a casino with cameras everywhere, you know, whatever. Right. I get out. I was like, one of you motherfuckers is paying him a hundred bucks, you know, or whatever. And he said, I thought it was 50. I said, no, it's a hundred. Give him a hundred bucks, you know, or whatever. And uh, he was like, dude, I'm not paying. I said, do it or I'm taking your wallet. I said, I'm taking it back from you. He'd already given the wallet. I said, we'll take it all. You can either give him a hundred bucks or I'm taking it all. And uh, the dude's like, hey, dude, because I can tell they can tell I'm mad at this point. And I'll fight all seven of them. I don't care. Yeah. I was like, you guys are going to be really, really sorry. I said, he's got a surprise in the car for you, too, if you guys don't pay him. I said, I wouldn't. And this dude looks like an Iraqi war veteran. I mean, it's dangerous, you know? Right. And so we're going back and forth. Just insanity, man. And they, they're like, dude, somebody thinks so money starts changing hands like Karate Kid 2 when Daniel Russo is going to karate chop the the ice blocks. You know, like people are like right. trying to, I'll pay 10, I'll give him 20, like this and that right. or whatever. Dude, give him 100 bucks, you know? So they got up. He's happy with the amount of money. I meant to say earlier, I blew it. I was going to say the concert when the people were running, it was like, uh, it was as if they were expecting Post Malone and Brendan Shaw came out to perform. We got it. No, I meant to say earlier, we completely Don't forgot. even put him in the story. All right, so what's All right, the one? Anyway. They gave him $100. Oh, they gave him $100. Oh, I forgot to tell you, on the way back to the casino, he's mad. So he's driving like 80 on this road. And I'm like, dude, you got to slow down a little bit, but it's still raining or whatever. He almost runs over a guy walking down the middle of the street. This guy's in boxer shorts with no shirt, no shoes, walking down the middle of the road. And I was like, dude, look, there's a there's a person watching out. And he swerves around, almost hits this half naked dude, like swerves around, almost hits, almost killed him, right? <laughs> so we're like, I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening. We get back, they they argue about the money, they take it, we go. 
We go back there. Now the road's closed because of some kind of accident. So I'm sitting, I talked to this guy for an hour and a half in his car, this Iraqi dude. And I'm like, I could have walked by now. You know what I mean? And if we had just kept going, we would already been back at our hotel. Yeah, of course. And he's saying, I'm not going to charge you. It's okay. I was like, I'm thinking you shouldn't charge me because I just got you a hundred bucks from them dudes back there, right. you know, whatever. So we get back to the hotel. I'm like, I've never experienced a night like this before in my life. So by this time it's 1 a.m. There's a pizza hut that still delivers till 2 a.m. I haven't eaten all day. I've been not eating carbs. I'm like, I'm eating carbs tonight. I don't care. I'm starving. Yeah, yeah. We order pizza. They deliver it. It tastes like rotten spaghetti and meatballs. I don't know what it is. I haven't had pizza in months. I was so excited. It's the nastiest food I've ever had in my life. I'm like, dude, what is going on with tonight? So we take showers. Everything we're done. She pulls back the sheets. There's pubic hair all over the bed. Like, oh. I'm a dude everywhere. Pubic hair. I have a video of it all over the sheets on this bed. I'm like, it's 3 a.m. by this point. There's pubic hair all over the bed. I go down to, there's no hot water in the shower, by the way. We took cold showers, ice cold showers. Greg no Wilson hot water. Was, it was Greg Wilson. He was actually staying yeah. there before. <laughs> yeah, I probably stayed there the night before. So I go down and the guy's an Indian guy. It looks like he's been sleeping in the bed um, or whatever, like the manager or whatever. So I come down there. I was like, dude, you got to come see our room. Number one, we have no hot water. I've been in the cold water for four hours tonight walking. Now there's no hot water in the room. I'm not paying for this hotel. He's like, well, you can just leave if you want. I'm like, where am I going at 3 a.m.? You know what I mean? Like, there's nowhere to go, you know? And so I was like, can I at least have a sheet to cover up this hair? And I'm not paying for tonight. And he's arguing with me about that. I said, we'll see if I pay or not. We'll see, you know? Right. He won't even give me a bed spray. He gives me just a sheet. So I take it up there. I put the sheet across the bed, uh, pull the pillowcases off, put T-shirts over the pillowcases because everything's so nasty. This is a $300 hotel, by the way. Um, $300 night hotel. So we sleep, come down the next morning, like whatever, get my money back from them or whatever. Cause I'm calling Expedia, arguing back and forth. Yeah. Uh, get that. I'm trying to think what it, dude, it was, there's that, 10 that, what a fucking experience. I can't, is this the end of the stories or more? I'm, well, let me look. I wrote down. This, <laughs> I literally had I to write it. it down. I've, I've never, I've never been more entertained. Honestly, Sean, I have horrible ADHD. I can't tell my own stories on stage. I, I I can't do my stories, and I I live them. This was one of the funniest <laughs> fucking stories I've ever I've ever heard in my life. Oh, man, fucking post Malone. I I hope he hears this. But dude, um, yeah, I, I should get front row tickets for sure. The best thing part was so when they threw us out of the venue, I'm like, dude, those two seats that I bought are empty. Whether it's the right seats, or like whether it's a real ticket or not, those seats are empty. Can we just sit there? You can see I paid nine hundred fifty dollars tickets. It's two thirds over. No, and you have to leave the venue. And I'm like, dude, what they escort us out? I'm just like, then the rain start. It was. That's when I started texting you that night at the hotel. I was like, dude, you're not going to believe what the night I had. I was like, I couldn't wait. It was crazy. Meanwhile, I I couldn't really respond because I was on a cruise ship. I, I got home last night. I was in Honduras yesterday. Honduras to Miami to L.A. Got in at one in the morning. Those ships, are like, I have such a love-hate relationship with those ships because, like, the, the kid shows, right? I got to do 30 minutes, you know, PG. Right. Two, and, and it was six shows. So I got to do four rated R shows <laughs> and then two 30-minute. So you need three hours of material because the same crowd keeps coming back. Every, oh, think, so you have to, they, yeah, so you even though they the tell video, them huh? it's going to be it's it, like some of the shows are repeat, they're like, fucking, well, we want to hear it again. And then you can see they're annoyed when they hear the same joke. So, right. I, dude, so these kids, the worst is when parents heckle you on a kid show because I can't I can't defend myself. Like right. what I want is because I, I start going through the math. I'm like, is this worth the six figures I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to make on, on this year on the, to, to kill this parent, you know? So there's all these kids in the front. And uh, the parents are in the back going, hey, make fun of our kids. 
like uh, give it really give it to them. I'm like, dude. So now I'm on stage and there's like a bunch of like you know there's like nine six year olds and eight year olds in the front, and one of them this girl's sleeping right, and the brother keeps hitting her in the head every time. To, to, and then I'm on stage and uh, this one little kid was like, hey, uh, if I had to grade you, I'd give you an F or something. Right. Meanwhile, I was I was like killing. I go, buddy, you were adopted. Right. And, and then like and then his parents are laughing the most, you know, right. like it was probably because so he actually was adopted. They were probably like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it actually was. Dude, then. uh then on then then they do this one show like in a huge theater. It's like I don't know a thousand people, two thousand people, and this woman in the front kept yelling wrong, wrong every time I tell a joke. No, that didn't happen. Wrong or that's not right. Just, so I'm like, it's like eleven thirty. I miss my family. Like and I'm just I'm fucking killing. So I'm like, hey, listen, you know, relax, blah blah. No, and then she's with some guy. I'm like, that's your second wife, right? He's like third, right? And then right. I, I I do a joke about how they're the best in the bed because they can take all their problems on your cock to like gobble, right. gobble, gobble. Like, you know, I, I hate my dad, gobble, gobble, gobble. And the girl goes, I love my dad. So I'm like, sorry, your uncle. She's like, right. yeah, I hate my uncle. Like, so then it was just, and then after the show, she's like, that was me yelling. I'm like, thank you. Like, Taking credit for it, yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking, then I'm in the, I'm in the elevator. And the problem sometimes is like, you know, when I get off stage, I'm still on. Like the worst time right. to talk to me is right after I get off stage because I'm still going to be funny because I'm still right. in that, I'm still in that no filter. So there's this woman in like a wheelchair, a black woman and like her, like her friends, I can tell they're like, they're older. They're funny. The woman, black woman goes, man, you, you have no filter. She's like, you're quick on your feet. And I'm like, well, I wish I could say the same for you. Right. Oh, <laughs> so like, she starts dying laughing. I had a feeling she was gonna laugh. She goes, yeah. "Oh hell no!" And her friend, <laughs> then yeah. she she ran over my foot with her wheelchair, like <laughs> uh, purposely, I assume. No, but like they're like you, they're like you're running over his foot right now. Like the woman starts. I'm like, I deserved it. I deserved it. You know, dude. I then I go to the nightclub, dude, and there's this mom, this like tall mom, tall blonde, like 50, pretty, but you could tell she used to be an athlete, you know, um, like an ex basketball player or something. And, and she, but she's hovering over the dance floor. Like, as I'm sitting down and I go, Oh, uh, uh, you play was basketball. she a witch? How was she, how was she covering? She kept like looking at, there were all these like kids dancing that were like in their 20s, oh, okay. 22, 23, okay. you know, uh, you know, mix a mixed group of people. There are very a lot of black people. Um, and then <laughs> and then uh, there was, I could tell she was like annoyed. And I'm like, let me guess, your daughter's here. She's like, yes. So the mom was was overlooking her daughter dancing on the dance floor. Right. And, but I and I wanted to be like, well, she's doing this because of you. Like like right. nobody wants their a 50 year old mom. You know, hanging around, yeah, hanging around, and I'm like, "Where's dad?" She's like, "Oh, well, dad was around. This one happened. What's up?" Now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days. I, I know I am. Okay, and Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Now, number two, number one, it can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. You'll save time. You'll eat well, and you'll stay on track reaching your goals, okay? Are you too busy with summer plans to cook? I am. It takes me forever to cook, and I ruin the meals. But I want to make sure that I'm eating well, and so should you. 
Well, with Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning, okay? While still getting the flavor and the nutritional quality you need. The Factor is fresh, never frozen. Ew. Uh, their meals are ready in just two minutes. That's right, two minutes. Although when I do stuff in two minutes, my wife complains, okay? But not with Factor. All you got to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside and soak up this warm weather. Vitamin D, all right? Looking for calorie conscious options this summer? You can try the delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. That's 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 nothing. That's you burn that off. I don't know, jogging, all right? You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer? I do. I'll try the protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein. Hell yeah. Get get rough. Look at look at these guns, people, all right? So check it out. Check out Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash roasted50 and use code roasted50 and get 50% off your first box. That's half off your first box. That's code roasted50 at factormeals.com slash roasted50 to get 50% off your first box. All right. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. I got this cute dog. She's she's teething right now, uh, but she's, she's adorable. All right. No more biting. You got to get some chew toys. So thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day and check out factor right now. Um, yeah, it was just, uh, so that then, then, then I meet this couple, right? So they, they have this thing on the cruise where they have like a dirty scavenger hunt at night. Right. And so like all the people, like my night at the concert. <laughs> so like, so one of the things they have people doing is like, all right. Uh, so there was this one guy with these three girls during the show, this huge black guy. And I was like, oh, is this your harem? He's like, yeah, they call me Big Dick Daddy, right? So he says his name is Big Dick Daddy. So he goes to the scavenger hunt with his wife. And I guess one of the things was like, we're looking for someone with a piercing below their neck. So she pulls down his pants, like completely pulls out because he, he had like a dick ring. So now right. the whole, everyone- Which I heard is way more painful than a nipple ring, by the way. <laughs> I'm not positive, but- I assume. <laughs> then they have like a fake orgasm contest and you win like a bottle of wine, right? You what kind of cruise is this with children and fake <laughs> no, orgasm this, contest? This is for adults only. They have a fake uh -huh. orgasm contest. <laughs> and the woman goes up there to win and whips out a vibrator. Like she had it in her purse and starts <laughs> using it underneath her dress in, in front of in front of the whole fucking cruise right and, and, and she's like oh, oh like 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 who carries around a vibrator in their purse like so she won a fake orgasm contest with by having a real orgasm seems like cheating but i'm not sure it seems like uh performance enhancing uh dude so then i go to the club and then big dick daddy's there with his his girl and i guess they're like swingers so they're, wow. looking, they're looking for somebody. So there's another woman in a wheelchair, oh. a Mexican woman, and he, the big dad starts giving her a lap dance, but she can't she can't move. Right. Like, like I mean, like you don't know if she's liking the lap dance because she can't leave. So no. she. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. The the funniest cruise I've ever been on was like it's like to me watching a comic have a meltdown is like the funniest like. Like, so there was a comic from Canada, nice guy, tall guy, name is Dylan, just a nice, like funny guy. And there was a girl who was in charge of comedy. She's like the comedy person. 
she was like very flirty. I mean, like, you know, and wearing these like loose stuff and pretty girl, like in her like twenties. And, but like her boyfriend was doing the sound and he was like this angry Scottish guy with like tattoos. <laughs> like I think that's pretty redundant, but you know, I get you. I what you mean. So it was like the fifth show and Dylan, it was his first cruise. He like ran out of material. So he's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, oh, just do crowd work. I mean, they'll love you, right? So he gets up there and he does a couple jokes and the crowd was not feeling him. And he and he did a couple shots for the show. And this is like the, a very clean comic. So he goes, he's up there and he goes, you see that girl right there, Jessica, the, 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 the girl that was flirting, you know? He's like, I want to fuck her so bad. I just keep thinking about just jerking off on her fucking face and having the jizz drip down and i just want to come on each ass and i i like i beat off to her seven and it just keeps going and going right. and she's like uh, she's like hovering in the corner and the crowd no one's laughing right, right. I'm, I'm like and the boyfriend's doing sound so he has to right. listen to this and he's an angry irish or a scottish guy so he's fuming like you can see the steam uh that was the last time he worked on the ship like i never yeah. saw that's a that's amazing crowd work. He really went too bad. Big Dick Daddy wasn't there. He could have probably helped him out or backed him up. Man, like it. I've never met a Scottish guy who wasn't angry. I guess what I'm interested. Uh, uh, we, we were. I forgot to say when we were. This is still one of the funniest things that ever happened to me. When we were on our way to Germany, um, I had a Coke machine take my money, and it was like five dollars it took, and I was so bad because I wanted to drink like really bad. And so I asked a guy at the airport who obviously works at the airport because he has a badge and has like all his airport gear on or whatever. In Ireland, I said, sir, do you work here? Like, and he goes, do I look the part? Like, he says it, like, with the Irish accent. And I couldn't understand what he said, but I was like, uh, yes, like that. Like, I didn't know or whatever. And it, like, Robin was cracking up. That was the funniest thing ever. And later on, she told me that's what he said. Why? Do I look the part? Because he obviously worked there. I don't know why I asked him if he worked there. So um, I told the lady at the casino the other night when we went back the next night after the disaster, um, I – it took my hundred dollar bill and it didn't like it was wet from the night before all my money was wet. So the machine takes the money and doesn't give me any credit. So I can't find anybody work there. And I finally uh, asked the lady, I said, can you, do you work here? And uh, she goes, uh, yeah. Like she goes, I said, I'm sorry. You look the part. Like I said, it in the, you know, the Irish, uh, Irish accent, she of course didn't understand because she wasn't there in Germany, but or Ireland, but it was funny. But uh, yeah, those uh, Scottish and Irish people, they have a weird sense of humor. Oh right? yeah. No, so, uh, and then I was, I got the elevator. I was in the elevator. I was in the airport and the, the guy was like, Hey, there was a woman behind me who was like, this like homely looking woman. And, uh, the guy's like, Hey, you have anything sharp in your bag? She's like, just my vibrator. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh, she needed it for the orgasm contest later. She was like, I can't go through without it. It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. So did you watch the fights at all? This is a, uh, I didn't even know there were five. Two fought, man. All right. I'm, so I'm, Holly yeah. Holm uh, lost. Uh, she 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 lost. Um, it was actually uh, yeah. It was it was a good. Let me see if I can find that. She she was she lost in the second round. She got she got tapped out by a standing ninja choke. Um, wow. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's been a while since ninjutsu was used in the UFC. I think the last guy was Steve Jenner in the UFC four. That was a ninja. I think in the in the UFC. Is it um, forties by now? Am I crazy? I thought she's forty-one. I was hoping she. I was. I was. She lost to Bruno to Bueno Silva, right? I was kind of hoping she'd win because last time, remember, she won. She like started thinking about child trafficking, which which was like a, a great message, but had nothing to do. She's like, she wins her fight. She's like, right now, there's so many people, kids being trafficked, and and then like 
bloody elbow, got all angry. They're like, oh, she's a conspiracy. First of all, who's like for child trafficking, number one? Right. Um, that's what, yeah, that's what, everyone's that old Norm McDonald joke when he was talking about Princess Di being against landmines. He's like, I don't know if she really, uh, if I agree with that point. Like, I, there's a lot of people out there who think that landmines are good. You know, like, it's like it, uh, I don't, I can't understand the whole, the, I don't know if you call it the left, whatever you call these liberal people that are upset that there's that movie that came out about child trafficking and they're yeah. like, shut down. Like, like, are you guys for it? I don't understand. Like, I don't, right. are you saying it doesn't happen? I'm so confused. Like, I, so I was hoping that she would go even like further. Like, I, I was hoping that like, cause I, I wanted her to win because I wanted her to be like, yeah, you know, like, uh, uh, we have to stop, you know, drag queen story hour. <laughs> Like right. great, she would have <laughs> been just just kept going, you know. Um, or they're putting things in the water to make people gay, you know. There's the whole conspiracy, right. like there's like making the frogs gay. Like I was hoping that, like, but no, she, uh, you know, she was did this thing where I don't understand. She's a great kickboxer, but she wanted to clinch the whole time against the cage, and right. I think I. I think that would negate your kickboxing skills, but she wasn't doing it like how Randy Couture would do it. You know, he would get against it and then, but she was just clinching and not really doing anything. Sure like a woman would do it. Not, yeah, not as well as a man. And then the girl tapped her with uh, a standing ninja choke. Um, and then uh, there was some other, it was actually a crazy, it was a crazy whole week. There was a, uh, the whole fight car was like just kind of ridiculous. Um, so there was a Chelsea Chandler, right? who you think is Chelsea Handler. She, so she got, so she was talking all this shit against this girl, Norma DeMont. It was all this crazy stuff. So she gets hit and starts running away. Like literally, let me see if I can, if I can find it. Um, and to, to, to her credit though, she actually like made a joke about it. Like she actually posted the meme of like, this is the moment when I, I knew I fucked up, you know? Uh, right. But this was a, uh, Man, hold on. Let me if I can find this. It, it was crazy. Like, and then people like went crazy with it and started like making all these like super funny Chelsea Chandler. She got hit and just literally took off running. It looked like she was being like running out of the out of the cage. I uh, love when uh, you know they like talk about he's fighting strictly on instinct at some point, but when people run away from a punch, like Alistair Overeem that one time just took off running from somebody, that really is like pure flight or fight, and they decide on flight. You know what I mean? They decide like their body just decides I'm out of here, man. They take off running until they can get their uh, senses about them again. I yeah, think. but you don't see it like in a in like a cage fight. Okay, so uh, <laughs> can can you see? Yeah, I can see it. All right, so here, look, here we go. From Kurt Warner's hate account. That's odd. Here we go. Here. And that's how DeMont slows things down. She hits. I mean, like, so here, she gets hit and just goes. She hits. Like, it was choppy, but you know that the cage is 30 feet across. So oh, you couldn't see it? It was, it, was, it, was, it was choppy for you? It's kind of choppy, the video. Okay, well, is, is it better like this? How DeMont slows things down. Uh, uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, now it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it she, looked smaller on TV, but that cage is 30 feet across, so she ran a good 25 feet straight there, which is uh, from underneath an NBA goal to the three-point line. That's how far she, that's how far she just ran. So, I mean, I, you know, I've seen people run, but like in circles – Right. Not right into the fence, you know. Like, like if you're gonna run, I, I would say do some sprint, like around, you know. Like, give yourself. I I understand the whole clearing your head, but holy shit, that was. <laughs> and then, people will run and then turn and try to use that momentum to take them down or try to 
you know, get the person going and then cut an angle or something. But that was awesome. She ran until she hit the wall, man. Oh, it was. Yeah, no, it was. It was. She ran until she hit the wall. Um, Somebody made like a really funny meme of like, just kept running like all around the world. Like they, they, they took her. And just, <laughs> yeah. they, like there was some super talented people that did it. I, I can't, I can't find it. Someone actually had a really funny one. Um, I love when Brock Lesnar ran from Cain Velasquez, <laughs> but he gripped on the way and they turned it into him break dancing. Like they really like the disco ball came in and he's like break dancing. Like the meme there, or not the meme, the video they made was amazing for that. That was back in the day. But uh, yeah, that was that was, was funny, man. Everybody except Brendan Child. But uh, uh, okay, so like I said. You're so much better. I have nothing against Brennan Child. And uh, <laughs> and I love you, but fuck you. McCorkle, you're a different level. You're the funniest person I know. All right, so Terrence McKinney. He's a guy that came into the UFC, smoked steamroller for Vola. Like, he steamrolled steamroller in, like, 13 <laughs> seconds. Then he won his next fight, his next fight. And uh, he just he, he hit a wall. He's lost uh, two out of three maybe even three out of four. And, um, and now everyone's like, Oh, he's the next Kevin Lee. And he's this, which is also like, dude, fuck you guys who go on his Instagram page and tell him he's a bum or, you know, you lost, I lost money on you. Like, come on. Right. Uh, Cause he was fighting for them. Right. <laughs> so I love when people get mad at you for losing. Like you, like you meant to lose, like you let them down. You know what I mean? Or whatever. It's a dude, when you fight, I was amazed. I lost my entire motivation or taste for fighting. The first time I lost against Screw, the first time I'd ever lost, everyone hated me all of a sudden. All the fans hated me. I couldn't say anything on Twitter without being like, FYI, you got knocked out. You suck. You're a joke. Like, constantly. Like, in months after, people were still talking shit. Everything I'd write, I'd be like, hey, guys, don't forget, child trafficking still going on. They'd be like, fuck those kids in. You can be true. You'd be like, dude. I know, but it's also like, it's different with the team. I mean, like, even with a team, like, oh, the Knicks suck or whatever, you know. But yeah. with other people, like you're literally going up to someone's Instagram, and then and then I always check the person who did it, and it's somebody with like maybe who's like a blue belt or something, right? And never actually, you know, or is like a cartoon account or ha- doesn't have their person or lives with their parents, and and I almost feel like sometimes going and like, oh, like hey, let's see you do better, but I'm like, what do I, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I don't need to insert myself in this. These guys could. That's, it's the same people. I say that all the time. And the people that could are they're the same people that when Shaq misses a free throw, I could have made that shot. Well, yeah, but are you seven one and three hundred fifty pounds that can jump forty eight inches off the ground? Because that's all you could have made a like anything you do. That's what people all the time. I could have done better than that. Or they'll see Roy Nelson. And they'll think, man, I could look at him and look at his fat ass. I I would at least be in shape if I came in there. Like, dude, you know what Roy Nelson would do to you if you guys fought? Do you have any idea what's going on there? So Ashley, so Ashley Evans, uh, who's the girl that beat Fallon Fox uh, back in the day. She's a friend of mine. She's a really, really cool girl. Um, she's also been on like, I think she lost four to five. And um, she she got taken down by this girl, Perez, who wasn't even a wrestler. She got taken down 11 times. And Ashley was a college All-American. Like wrestled in, I don't even, like they even said, that, well, what was her wrestling what were they thinking in this fight? Maybe that she they knew something. Anyway, so she did give the girl an oil check. Uh, half yeah, I was going to say, I, I thought that was a picture from your cruise you went on with your <laughs> contest they were having there. So <laughs> um, yeah, so that was uh, the one highlight of this fight. And then and then Perez started uh, twerking after the fight. So, How many women's fights were there on this card? It looks like it's all women's fights. There, there was like four. One of the girls broke her shoulder. 
like shoulder was completely separated, like a, a, a like a, a fluke accident. Let me see if I could. Uh, Perez started twerking. So uh, after her fight, after the girl won, the girl who won, she uh, started. A picture of Dana is always a classic. Let me see if I could find uh, Perez. She started like, yeah, twerking about to risk it all. Twerking OnlyFans model. Her name is Aylin Perez. Yeah, she did that. She started like uh, Perez twerking. Yeah. So after she won, she just started basically just grinding. And Cormier was trying to like talk to her. And it was it was sort of like, all right. Like, <laughs> it's got to make it awkward for his, uh, his interview afterwards. Yeah, you could tell that he, like he wasn't. And then, of course, people were posting about like, uh, you know, you know, I, I mean, I, look. I, I get it, you know, people trying to sell themselves. I, I think there's a certain point where it's getting like, you know, it's just not that hot. It's like that girl that who's like a stripper, but she keeps jumping in people's arms, like Rogan's arms, and then she jumps yeah. in Bisping's arm. It's a, it's a little bit for me. It's a little bit too much, you know. It's like she jumped down into Rogan's arms. <laughs> <laughs> and then, did you watch the influencer boxing? Uh, no, I didn't even know there was influencer boxing. I got to get back in the loop, man. I feel like every event's Bellator now. I never know what's going on. It, uh, uh, well, well, first of all, UFC might be buying Bellator. There's a rumor that UFC is buying Bellator. We're going to get to that in a second, but first we uh, have to get it. First, we have to get into the really important things like, like influencer boxing. So, um, <laughs> who was the headliner of the influencer? Well, uh, here's the thing. Like a lot of people were mad because, oh, fuck, where is this? Um, the girl who won. Just this was some girl won in her boxing match. I I don't watch it. It wasn't even like it was it was on DAZN, but I don't even know who these influencers was. Like I didn't know one person. Not that I usually do, but I know Jake Paul or something or right. Blah, blah, blah. But definitely not influencing you. But the, but the girl who won just started like flashing her tits um, in front of everybody, and she had some really nice boobs. Like like so then that <laughs> created a, a shitstorm. Of people because people were like like Clarissa Shields who you know they call one of the best boxers of all time. If she, what's up, you're, you're coming. You're you're my my, my wife. Come on, what what do you want? I'm just I'm just reporting. I didn't flash. Okay, so can you please close the door? Thank you. Um, so Clarissa Shields is like this is bad for boxing, bad for this. This is going too far. Eddie Hearn, I guess, is the promoter. He said the same thing. A lot of people were upset about this, but. Look, here's my thing. It's influencer boxing. It's right. not it's not really boxing. It's kind of like saying, you know, it's like if they played soccer and started flashing their tits, they go, this is bad for soccer. No, because these aren't this is not real boxing. So and if you go on this girl's page, she both the girl that she won and oh yeah, here we go. And the girl who like didn't win, oh she, oh she's barred from boxing now. The girl is now can you can you see it? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sad that it killed her career, her very uh, promising career. I'll tell you what, the, with the way some of those UFC women fighters look, I think it's bad for twerking when they do it. Just because you're a female doesn't mean you necessarily should be twerking. So, um, Yeah, and then uh, a guy named the Iron Turtle one. Uh, he he actually he started dancing afterwards. He's actually really good. Um, and then I wonder, uh, is he influenced the reptiles? Like who's he? Who is who? Who is his demographic that he's influencing? Iron Turtle. Like, uh, dude, some of these we got talking about this with. I got talking about my girlfriend. She actually was so mad at me one night because I. Do you know who the Dobre brothers are? No. 
Dude, if you want to ever be suicidal, watch the Dobre brothers. They're making millions of dollars, and they're five or four or five brothers who are all a little slow, let's say, mentally, but they can do like flips and stuff, but they're making millions of dollars, and they'll do stuff like my girlfriend's car got stolen and blah, and it's a video and it's all fake. And they'll, and they have like speech impediments. So like, Oh no, what happened to your car? And the girlfriend's like, Oh, some guy stole it. And they're like, Oh, we're just kidding. Like, and they're, they have 9 million followers. I'm like, dude. And so for a while, like a year ago, I just kept playing their videos all day long, everywhere. Me and her went like in the car and put on Dobre brothers. And at one point she actually got really mad about it. So listen, I'm not doing the Dobre brothers thing anymore. Like you gotta really stop. It's not funny anymore. And I was like, no, no, you don't want to watch Doughboy Brothers? Like I kept saying like, to her, you know, and like she, uh, we started talking about the other day. She actually got mad. To, a year or two later now, she's still mad about it when I bring it up. Like, oh, or whatever my she, God. I, I, like, I really seriously I never thought about find, it. I honestly almost never find that shit funny. I, I just, I just, I'm just like, uh, like, but I find things funny that no one thinks finds funny. Or yeah. very funny. I just can't, I understand, like some of these people that have followings, I don't, dude, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't. I, I never got the whole hospital thing. I just didn't. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I mean, he's little, he's little, and it's funny for a second. But I'm like, next, it's a, to me, it's beyond a one trick pony. I, I don't. Turner, yeah, I told you not to bring up Shab again, but I told you he's been DMing me, right? So he's been r- running his mouth from a fake account. But uh, he told me the other day, I was like, dude, what's most impressive to me about your career is you were on Rogan's show 194 times, and you're still going broke. Like, or whatever, like, there's guys that get a career just being on there. If you were on Adam, if you were on Rogan's show now, let's say three times, you yeah. would have 400,000 YouTube followers. You would have a huge podcast. There's a guy, Lex Friedman, was on there twice, and now he has a million followers on, like, I know, uh, on here's what I think, man. You know, here's what I think about pushing cars, right? The reason why you helped that crackhead push their car, Chris Rock has a very famous saying how when you're trying to flag someone down for a ride because your car breaks, everyone drives past you. When you're right. pushing your car, people stop and help you. And I right. think about that quote at least six times a week because every right. time I'm like, why did the fucking Rogan put me on her? You know, I gave Theo Vaughn a, a hundred spots, put money in his pocket. You know, you, but I go, fuck that. Uh, you know, yeah, Burt Kreischer. I used to fucking, you know, put Burt on TV, uh, the show that I did. But fuck it, who cares? Like, I, I'll push right. my own fucking car. And these guys, either they'll help me or they won't, but I'm not flagging them down. That's what, yeah. That, that's what's funny is, you know, I was saying forever that, uh, People were asking me, why won't anybody say anything about Brendan Schaub? They're afraid. I said, like comedians, I said, because they're afraid they're going to piss off Rogan. But Rogan's not having you on his show anyway. He's not helping anybody. He doesn't want to help. Like, you know, what I mean, if he if he decides to, he will. But I would never. My son asked me one day, would I ever ask Rogan to be on his podcast? This is before he got huge, huge like this, like five years ago. And I was like, I would not only would I not ask, I'm not even sure I would do it if he asked me. You know what I mean? Whatever. It's like, I don't I don't care enough to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to be famous. But it, uh, these guys that are begging for it, like after every fight, I would be on your show. Like, of course you do. He's got 30 million, you know, viewers or where you can get a career just from being on his thing, you know, like one time. Yeah, or but as like, far as maintaining, it's about maintaining, dude. It's not about like getting that quick, that quick pop. I mean, the well, yeah, no, because it doesn't Island last if you don't, uh, yeah, the even, uh, Don Fry was on there, him and, uh, him and Dan Severance. That's why I told Don, I appreciate you not mentioning uh, MMA Roasted while you were on Rogan's podcast, but him and Severance podcast went from, whatever 1500 let's say views per week on youtube at least or whatever to like twenty thousand just from that one appearance you know what i mean like which still is enough to make a living but i'm saying like it's it's that much of a boost you know but uh yeah it's a man nobody uh norm mcdonald said that one time he said like people always think in hollywood someone's going to help them but nobody's going to help you he says all the time that there, there is no like he said the same thing he had helped 100 people 
with spots with doing things or whatever it never it never comes back to you you know what i mean no, like, i mean, like, i could I, I have a i have a, i can name it eric griffin all these guys i gave fucking spots to when nobody was giving them spots nobody right. was giving them spots uh but who gives a fuck like because it's oh, what, what that's not going to help me that energy that that right. none of that's going to help it's not going to help at all it's fucking toxic and and i all that all that energy i could be putting on to like my daughter my wife my my, right. me, my career editing you know it's like that's way more fucking thing you know it's it's all good now well one day dude i truly believe one day it's going to be your turn you know it really will be and then you'll get to decide who helped you and who didn't you know okay. do stuff. And I've, I've helped. I, I, it's already it already has been my turn i make a living doing what i love like most people right. don't get to say that it's like i make a living I mean, your turn to be the one who can help them when they need us you know what i mean like someone who didn't help you when you had a chance like right. it'll be one day it'll be your turn to tell them sorry i wish i could help you that's what uh Trump said he believed it cracked me up. I saw him in interview. He said he loves getting even. He said so when he went through his bankruptcies, there were bankers that could have helped him. There were other business guys that could have really were in a position. And as soon as he was back on top again, they would call him up for a favor. He'd be like, "Well, let me see. Seems like when I needed something, you know, what I mean, or when I needed a favor, you weren't there." But it's uh, people are all about themselves, man. My brother cracked me up. He uh, he laughed that I just figured it out. It. 30 some years old, I saw, I figured out one day, I said, you know, I finally figured out at the end of the day, everyone's going to do what's best for them, no matter who it hurts. It can hurt 99% of the world. If it's best for them, they're going to do it. And he's like, you're just now figuring that out. And I was like, oh, I just thought like, you know, if you live your life right, be nice to people. I mean, dude, I've helped so many people. You can't, I mean, even push that crackhead's car. I didn't need to push them into traffic and hit other cars. No, but like I didn't, I didn't have to do that after I was walking through the mud or help that girl or do any of that. Most people have been like, dude, that's your boyfriend's job. But, uh, you know, I've helped a million people and I still get shit on constantly. Can't get anybody to like, when it's my turn to move, like when I move, I can't get a single person to help me move. Meanwhile, Scott Bayo's got you doing 65 loads out in, uh, out in LA, but like, it, uh, like I know you would help me move if he lived down here. You know what I mean? Or, 100, but yeah, 100%. I've helped 30 friends move, but when it's my turn, they're like, oh yeah, I'm really busy. I'm like, okay, well pick the day. I'll let you pick it. That way we can move around your schedule. And they're like, oh man, I'm really busy the next six months. You know what I mean? It's just like it uh if people are people are selfish by nature, and that's fine. Cause I didn't do it to get something to begin with, kind of like you were saying. It ain't like you did it. You didn't help them to get something to return in the future. No, anyway. no, and it's like also it's like it doesn't it doesn't, you know, you you look at like you look at things that are priceless, you know. It's like yeah. you look at things that are actually invaluable, and that's like actually having someone that loves you, having a, a family, like all the all that other shit is like comes goes money comes money goes it's great it's great to have don't get me wrong you, i'd rather have money than not have money right. but it's all none of it is really that me like the, the most miserable people i know are the richest yeah dude that's the truth I, I would say the exact same thing it's uh that's why i always tell people that you don't belong in hollywood like you really don't because you're not a backstabbing social climbing you know what i mean um like yeah. you're just i was actually telling uh uh robin's brother he was here yesterday helped me put together some furniture and do some stuff and I was laughing because I said I went to your wedding and I said, and the, you have like the most random group of celebrity friends. Like I was like, why does that guy look familiar? Wait, that's Stuttering John from the Howard Stern show. I was like, that's weird. I was like, wait, is that Chachi over there? Like, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, and then I look over, is that Eric Bischoff? Like, it was like, it was like, oh, I don't know he was there, but it's like the most wide spectrum of famous people, you know, that every now and then you'll say something like, yeah, I know uh, JFK. Or I know RFK, you know, I'm like, wait, how do, you know, how do you know RFK Jr.? What is going on? Like, how do you, you know the most random celebrities ever? It's true. Uh, meanwhile, so um, a good a good boxing match. There's a couple of good ones coming up. Errol Spence versus Crawford. You know, Bud Crawford, Errol Spence? 
I know the names, but I don't know. Those two ones. undefeated guys in their prime. Um, and they're both champions. That one guy's from Nebraska, and it's the most it's the worst countdown series you'll ever see. Because it's yeah. two family guys who are talking no shit to each other. Right. Which is what everyone wants to see. Beyond <laughs> terrible. Like two nice guys. I mean, Errol Spence almost got into a car accident, almost killed himself doing like some kind of like he came back, but it's going to be the, probably be the best fight in the last 10 years boxing. It's next week. This is actually a good fight. Um, you know, and- I've been amazed there. I have not seen any hype. I know Jake Paul has complained that Nate Diaz isn't helping him sell the fight. I haven't seen any hype around that. I haven't seen anything about that fight. Like I didn't even know it. It's what a, 10 days away or something. Or yeah. Nate Diaz refuses to do press, which I love. Yeah, it. it's like, I hope it, he goes it, out there and knocks him out. Because uh, he's doing no press, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen anything. Everybody keeps saying like that, like the fight, you know, fight's coming up. I'm like, I think that's a long. I was so glad to see Ngannou. Man, I hope he gets paid. He said his guaranteed money on that boxing match with Tyson Fury is more than all twelve of his UFC fights combined, or something like that. Like more than he said, it's more than they would he would have made in the new UFC contract combined. All the fights they just for one fight. But I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm real loyal to Dana, man. But as far as like the UFC, I'm kind of like bitter at just because of the. You know, you can't be mad because one one on one hand, it's kind of the way I would run it if I were them. If you have a monopoly, why wouldn't you pay as little as possible? You know, but on the other hand, it's just like they're making so much like record profits, but purses stay the same. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like yeah. every year. they're like, Hey, guys, guess what? We just got Bud Light as a sponsor. Like, great. Do we get any of that? Like, no, cool. Like, we're excited for it. But they uh, every year, the, the UFC is worth seventy five billion dollars now. I'm like, yep, and you're still making 10 and 10, you know, when to fight. Like, it's just uh, so I was watching the Ultimate Fighter. Right, I actually watched it. This I watched it on the plane. It was on the plane yesterday. First of all. Every year it's season like ninety seven, and every year they right. go, these guys go into a house. They're like, I can't believe we're in the house. Like, no, you knew you were going in the house. <laughs> like, I mean, one thing if you were going to like, they said we're in a homeless shelter one year. And like, right, oh, sorry, yeah. I thought we were going to the house. Like, then I'd be surprised. They could make them camp outside a, a post Malone concert in the rain one year. That would make it exciting. Like, it would. Uh, that really would be awesome if they were like, guess what? You're not in a mansion this year. You're in the woods. Yes. Some guy doing fentanyl and shitting on the bed. Like that, right. that would be awesome. So right. McGregor, his team was 0-7, right? He has the worst. But in his defense, like in theory, they had guys who were in the UFC that got cut versus right. guys that were never in the UFC. Like prospect, which you're like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Until right. you realize, like, wait, this guy has wins over all these UFC fighters. Right, yeah. <laughs> this other guy is like... Three and zero uh, against a guy. So every McGregor is getting fucking killed. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. That's right. And there's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. And guess what, people? New customers in Massachusetts get in on the action with two hundred dollars in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place your first. $5 bet. Just sign up at fanduel.com slash Boston. And finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. I love it. Okay. So I'm going to bet I'm going to go on FanDuel. So now bet on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets. Win or lose. How great is that? Okay, visit fanduel.com slash Boston 
and make every moment more. That's FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You got to be 21 and older uh, and present in Massachusetts. Okay, your first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. And bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Help is here. So is hope. Hope and help. Gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. That's FanDuel. Check it out now. Right now. You want to bet? That's where you go. But the one guy, first I watched last week. So Jason Knight's on it, right? Jason Knight, who was like, yeah, I was in jail at 19. I did nine months for stealing and I got three kids. And he's like, he lives in like a shack. And he's like, yeah, we're just saving up for our dream house, right? Which is probably like a, a bigger shack, right? But like, right. Yeah. I, I, I met his I, mom in Florida to fight. She was a sweet lady. He seems like the coolest guy ever, right? So he fights this guy, Landon Canones, another guy who never knew his dad. He, he went to school for kids with mental health. His mom tried to commit suicide three times. Like, just another shitty situation. So Landon goes out there, takes Jason down, and gets triangled in nine seconds, right? And then, and then at the end, he goes, He's like, Now you know who your dad is. I go, Oh, damn. <laughs> at the end, he goes to Jason, Man, I got to get better at jujitsu. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Might want to work on that. <laughs> it's like, you don't think that, like, you didn't know that before. And then after they raised Knight's hand, he goes, He didn't like my right hand. Like, like, like after he won, he yells out, He didn't like my punch, right? Like, he just yells out, like, so the, guy while he's down. So, so then they go, then finally, so now it's like, it's gotten to the point now where last week or yesterday, if Connor would have lost, he would have had nobody in the semifinals. Like he would have, <laughs> had to, he would have had to coach. He would have had right. to kill four, four guys on the other team. That's awesome. We're going to give you uh, the half of the other team and you can start over. Um, so then, so he gets a guy, of course, his number one pick on uh, Chandler's team is a Native American guy. Of course, that's the guy who gets fucked. Like, no matter uh, what, the guy lived, came, grew up on a reservation, Montana four-time state champion, nice, seems like the nicest guy he coaches. So he he fights this other guy from Boston whose nose is like, like, a, like on the other episode. You know, like he just, tough guy from Boston. But that guy wins in the second round. He gets the shipping on the first round. He wins the second McGregor runs around like a fuck, like he just won the, the lottery. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's half, I don't know if it's cocaine or if he's excited. And then he yeah. goes, then he goes to the other team, you guys are all used goods. <laughs> That's amazing. The fucking asshole. Um, the yeah, other you guy, know what's happening to his face, by the way? McGregor, dude. Dude, I don't know how much HGH he's taken or if it's just HGH mixed with cocaine because I've never done that mix. He is – to have your face change that much, you would have to take so much HGH. It, like, his feet are probably growing. His hands are probably – like, his shoe size has probably gone up two sizes, dude. It's, it is dangerous what's happening to his face. No, like, it's it is, bullshit because they're not even going to – they're not going to let him they're, – they're going to let him fight. 
He's going to get an exemption. Right. It's the same shit they did to Mark Hunt. You know, it's one thing if I Brock Lesnar, but you let Brock Lesnar juice. Like, I was kind of on Mark Hunt's side with that. No, absolutely. Yeah, that's because they knew, dude. And they, um, I don't want to say who told me this, but it's someone who's inside uh, for years in the business told me you have no idea how many times the UFC had an event where, say, John Jones was fighting and he tested positive for steroids and it's a smaller state like Ohio or where they're, they're dependent on their, for the UFC event for their entire budget for the year. And they're like, Oh, by the way, John Jones or someone like him tested positive for steroids. They're like, well, if you don't want the fight to happen, we'll just pull the event. That's fine. And you guys have fun trying to have a commission next year without any UFC fights ever again. And so they just sweep it under the rug. And I asked uh, this person that knows that for sure, knows stuff like that happens. He said, I said, how often does that happen? He said, all the time. He said, you think, he said, you really think that USADA testing is random? Like, you actually think oh, yeah. it's random? He said, that's why some guys are getting tested 37 times because they know they're not, they're not doing anything and other guys don't get tested at all. You know, he said, it all depends on what kind of money they can make for the UFC, you know? So, and, uh, so you were talking about St. Louis, right? So have you yeah. heard of this? Um, have, 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 have you heard uh, the singer called Sexy Red? No. So, <laughs> so she sings this song called Pound Town, right? Have you heard right. of Pound Town? No, but I'm sure it's very wholesome. So, hold on. So, all right, let me see if I, I can play it for you. So, basically, it goes, pound town, just left pound town. My coochie's wet, my booty hole's brown, right? That's that's oh, part of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame she had to find out something that rounded with town after her, she said booty hole, because it really, it only left brown. Like, there's not very many things you're going to say that rhyme okay, with town. Okay, so here's, here's, here's the video for it. Can you hear it? No. You can't see it? I can see it, but it's it's like choppy and no sound. But I do see some disturbing things happening. I'm out of town. Thugging with my round. My coochie pink. My booty hole brown. What is it? I'm looking for the hole. All right, so so that's so it's like the biggest song right now, right? Like, oh, um, shocking! I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what, man, the uh, the evolution of the United States culture and morality is amazing. It's a uh, I'm just glad to know I won't be able to get an erection for the next six weeks after just watching that. that well, is, it uh, gets worse. So they booked her at a high school, right? To perform uh, this at a high school. <laughs> yeah, but there's no human trafficking. They're getting high school. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'll show you the clip of her at a high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So here's her at a high school. And the whole school goes crazy, right? All right. So, so, I, 
I think she's going to be on next season's America's Got No Morals. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) Who decided to put her in high school? It looked like she just dunked on somebody. Like, I I wonder when she came out. That's what I thought happened. (laughs) Dude, what is going on in this country, man? Like, (laughs) the best is, I think I told you this before, but maybe not. um, Who's the real funny guy, the fighter who used to fight in pride and he would look at the camera and talk shit right before the fight started. Oh, uh, what's his name? Was uh, he? He he actually just signed with uh, um, with with he talking about uh, well, his, his, he has two names now. It was um, I can't believe I can't remember. He looks like old dirty bastard. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. No, he's the guy that took the guy in the cage and he fucking yeah, swung swung around. Uh, crazy horse. Yeah, crazy horse. Felony. His name is felony now. Yeah, Fel- Charles Felony Bennett. He will always post videos like he'll post videos of black people do something doing something like that, and he'll put on Facebook he'll put white people shake my head like you know like, <laughs> whatever, and people get irate like there's no white people in that crowd like white people get mad or he'll be like Asians shake my head when it's white people doing something and it dude it kills me like it, it took me a little while to realize he was trolling at first but yeah it's uh he'll uh, he'll have a bunch of people at concert like that fighting and it'll be a bunch of black people and he'll say white people shake my head like he always like loves uh, uh. get people started but it's uh i'm a little worried when i was talking to i don't know if you remember jason godsey uh he fought in the ufc like ufc 12 he was one of the first guys from Indianapolis to ever fight in the ufc or the first guy but we were just talking about he's a school teacher now just how this whole society is just it's like rome man i don't know like we're gonna well, let I mean, people are having enough of it whether it's because uh, there was a i actually didn't even know about it. i was on tiktok and there was a black guy that was just going off on the parents and the principal yeah. for letting that happen he goes you know we have an we have an issue with reading and writing in school. We have an yeah. issue with this, and this is the bullshit you guys are booking. And you know, and th- and why do all the kids even know the lyrics to this? These are kids, right. you know. And I, you know, the thing is, like sometimes if if like someone says it and they're, and they're white, they get oh you're a racist. But a black person, you're like, like he he says it, then you're like, it's like you need so maybe you need black people to to speak up on behalf of this is bullshit you know? yeah, dude, they, they've been saying that for years they need leadership in the black community but anytime someone does then they're like oh you're just an uncle tom you know what i mean or whatever if they yeah. if they just try to say like look at our culture and it isn't just it, you know it's funny it's not just black people it's just poor people man the, the white trailer trash is the same way you know like it's a uh, it is a uh, this society is degrading man it, it really i think i told somebody we really i think it's going to be like by 2028 caligula is going to be running for president like it really is it's a great joke if you know history it's but, um, like it's it really is like uh degrading just uh i mean did you see they said rfk they called him a racist get this rfk who i love by the way is hey, awesome. okay. this today hey um, yeah RFK is a racist now because he said there are studies that show that the uh, the COVID virus affected yeah. African Americans more because of their genetics and because of their actual DNA. And it's like he said, we need to do a study and make sure it wasn't designed to do so because of the you know the Tuskegee experiments and things they've done in the past that people don't realize. And he said it's weird that it would disproportionately affect Black and Brown people and make them you know, sicker, faster. We just need to verify that it wasn't designed that way by the Chinese lab, you know, because anything that's gain of function is considered a bioweapon, like any kind of thing, you know, that's considered a bioweapon. The COVID virus is technically by definition. And so uh, he's racist because he said that. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's saying we need to make sure they're not intentionally trying to harm black people. So he's racist. Like, I don't like... (sighs) I don't get it, dude. Like it's like anybody who doesn't. All, follow he said, all he's saying was the study. Like he's he's literally citing a source. 
Right. He signed a source and said, we need to make sure that that's not true, that they're not trying to hurt the, you know, because they, they do do studies. They can do the CIA was passing out LSD. That's a like a, a fact during the sixties on college campuses, they were passing out LSD, checking out the, uh, you know, effects. And Charles Manson was in on that, you know, as far as like, he was one of the ones that they were passing it out to. And the Unabomber was part of those things at MIT, those studies where they were passing out LSD and stuff. And, the, uh, our government is the most corrupt organization in the world, you know, like, so it's to act like, oh, they would never do that. Like, what are you talking about? They absolutely would do that. You know, like, it's not, it's, it's a uh, mess, man. And, uh, and before we get into the fights this weekend, real quick, are you following the whole Adam 22? You know? I know who he is, but only literally only because I saw a video today where they said Adam 22 makes fun of Brendan Schaub's Ferrari. Like that came so up on my Adam I just, today. Like, Adam he's like a white guy who's tatted everywhere. Yeah, and he became famous by like interviewing rappers and 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 a lot of people. I mean, the twenty second Adam. Like <laughs> yeah, right. And and he interviews all these people and and so his wife is a porn star, right? right? So he for her birthday or something let her. She only they would always bang girls, so he let her fuck this black dude. I guess that was her birthday present. Right. So. And well, I'll tell you what, that's better than counterfeit Post Malone tickets in my in my experience thus far, but sorry, go ahead. So he posted about it, right? So everyone in the and so so his his wife is named Lena the Plug, right? Her name is Lena the Plug. And he posted about it, and everyone's just going off on him, like just because he says, you know, it didn't feel that well. And then he's like kind of trolling, going, it takes a real man to let someone fuck your wife. So anyway, the guy that fucked his wife, his name is Jason Love, right? That's that's right. The, the porn star. Because so, if there's anything I'm thinking about with porn, it's love. So <laughs> now I guess things have gotten really nasty between him and Jason Love. First, they were friends. So he made a video going after Jason Love. Uh, this is the video he put out yesterday, Adam22. I guess we're uh, doing this today. Hey, Jason Love, I trusted you. Support my wife. It seems like that cloud is getting to your head. I'm talking really, real spicy, and I ain't really feeling it. Number one, the angle of the dangle is more important than the cubic of the pubic. That's number one. Number two, my D game, when I'm serving it, man, it's just like your mom's home cooking because there's a special ingredient. It's called love. You ever heard of it? Number three, don't make me expose you. And you know what I'm talking about. It can get real, real messy out here. Number four, you don't want problems moving around in these LA streets because I can make that happen. I'm very, very well connected. And number five, you are officially blacklisted from smashing my wife again. Wait. Well, number one, he skipped number four. He went from three to five. But unless I'm crazy, what was number five? I he said you blacklisted from smashing his wife. I feel like there was a racial overtone there that we were supposed to chat. <laughs> that uh, he can't be serious, surely. Any or I think he's serious, like for real. <laughs> Somebody said this is like an ECW storyline in 1990. Yeah, WWE when they were really the Attitude Era, <laughs> really. <laughs> Like the best is that no matter what he says to that guy, the guy can be like, "Well, I banged your wife for her birthday." And what are you, <laughs> you going to say back to that? You know what I mean, or whatever. Like, it. Uh, somebody on Twitter did say the other day, "I lost it, man." Somebody said on Twitter, trying to make fun of me, said, "Be careful uh, when you try to clown McCorkle. He'll say he banged your dad." 
you know, or whatever. Like that. And I was like, I was like, I mean, he was supposed to be an insult to me. And I was like, that's just funny. Like, that's, oh, that's not like, like that's, that's not an insult. That's, that's funny. Level funny. But yeah, so this guy's very upset that, I, I mean, look, you, you let somebody fuck your wife for her birthday. Nothing ever really good comes out of that. Yeah, uh, it's not a, yeah, it's not. It's kind of like when you were talking about um, Connor earlier. If you mix cocaine, steroids, and fame, you're not, it's not a good combination with you. uh People, man, I'll tell you what, it's it, the, the whole porn world, the only it's the only exposure I have to it is meeting weirdos at one of your birthday parties that were like, <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, I used to be in the porn business. I'm like, oh, God, like it's, and then you tell me stay away from that guy. And I'm like, if Adam is telling me a, a UFC fighter to stay away from somebody, so that dude's weird, man, stay away from him. I'm like, all right, I, I don't know. But it's, uh, it, those people are so, man, it's, it's, God, what a mess, man. So this week, Tom Aspinall is fighting Tabura. Uh, should be a good fight. Um, uh, Tabura's. I think Adam Twenty Two is fighting Jason <laughs> Love this week too. I think that's the. Uh, he may just end the show. <laughs> your the man says he's like, you know, you're missing the ingredient. It's love. I'm like, no, he has that as his last name. I don't think he was missing that. Um, <laughs> that secret ingredient is that one of the Colonel's secret twelve recipe spices? Like, golly. Oh my, like. <laughs> Like, I don't want to expose you. Like, what are you going to say? It's going to, yeah, like, I don't know if you guys know this. He's done porn before. Like, like, what are you going to, how can you embarrass a porn star? Like, well, I guess, I guess, I I guess the guy, Jay Love was saying that the wife liked him better than Adam. Right. Uh, Well, if it was for her birthday, I would assume she probably did. Like, that's, like, that's, uh, oh, God, that's, you know what's weird is it was probably Adam 22's idea. I guarantee you the wife was kind of like, you know, we could just go to dinner if you wanted. Like, you know, you don't have to have me have sex with a black guy like to do, you know, for my birthday. But no, no, you should do it. Like, it, uh, it, uh, you would be amazed at how many times I got approached with that when I was in the UFC, man. Like, guys want me to bang their girlfriend or wife. And I think I told you, I always, they would say that. And I always assumed they were trying to rob me or something. Like, they're trying to set yeah, me up. No, nothing. And, like, I wouldn't do it anyway. But I would always, it would always end up with me threatening to kill them when they would approach like me. Andrew Tate was like, he, Andrew Tate commented on the whole thing. He, he mentioned the whole thing to Tucker Carlson in the yeah. interview, which is like, what, first of all, what timeline are we even in right now? Like, like, right. like, <laughs> But Andrew Tate, Andrew Tate says, and he says a lot of things that like I agree with a lot that I'm just like, I don't agree with. I mean, you know, he's a very controversial figure, but he said, look, you know, he does, he said, he goes, I don't watch porn. He goes, I save sex for people that I love because I don't want to get into this weird thing where you're searching the next high and blah, blah, blah. And like, like actually made a lot of sense, you know, like when this dude is like the boy, when Adam 22 (laughs) is grossing out a guy who's like, it went to jail for Romanian sex slave or something, whatever the fuck you got. Uh, that's when you're like, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe yeah, maybe time to make some light. When he's the voice of reason, but you know, it's funny. I had never heard of him. And my son told me like, whenever, like six months ago, my son said, you heard of Andrew Tate. It's when he first started blowing up. Maybe it was a year ago. I don't remember. I said, no, he goes, dad, he's just like you. Like he, he says stuff just like you. You got to check it out. So the first thing I put in is like his most controversial statements. And I thought, dude, if my son thinks I'm just like this guy, what kind of job have I done? Like, and so I was like, dude, do you, how much do you think this guy's like me again? And I sent him, he goes, no, don't know. He goes, that's like the, they're taking that out of context. Yeah, just listen to what he says about like, and he sent me another video where it's him telling the truth about men and women and relationships and how women are, you know, like status matters way more than, 
you know, looks to a woman and all this. And a lot of stuff he says is, uh, dude, that's why if I'll tell you what, if you want to go to jail now, forget selling drugs, just tell the truth. They'll, they'll bring charges against you immediately. It's, uh, I was cracking up about this whole Hunter Biden thing. Like, uh, I put it on Facebook. I was going to tag you when they find cocaine in the white house. They're like, yeah, we don't have any video footage. I was like, are the same people that did the White House cameras the ones that did Jeffrey Epstein's Yeah, cell? right. All of a sudden, what have you done? Yeah. You can't find them. Like, if only there were a suspect. Like, <laughs> if, only there were, if only there were someone that was a known cocaine user frequenting the White House, you know, or whatever, we had a suspect. But then I said that uh, we could at least take one person off the suspect list because they said a guy uh, was a suspect who looked like Jesse or looked like David Beckham. And I said, so we know Jesse Parsley's not the... Uh, course not the uh you know uh not the suspect which is a long story it's inside joke but uh yeah no it's uh dude it's i'll tell you what man i I don't know i don't know this this country is in a sad state man it is it is it is but you know it's not this podcast so thanks for making me laugh i'm happy you're okay (laughs) thanks for saving those girls Uh, i'll I'll see you next week all right see you buddy take care